All right, welcome to Must Have Mavs Podcast. This is episode zero. We're going to talk about the NBA trade deadline from a Dallas Mavericks perspective. Uh, with us today, we have myself, Joseph, Jacob, and Claudio. Um, we're going to talk about what the trade uh, deadline had for the Mavericks, what kind of assets we have, what the Mavericks were looking for. Um, one of the main things that the Mavericks were looking for was wing help and a center whenever, uh, what's his name, Dwight Powell went down with that injury. Mm-hmm. Um he went down with the injury, and um, we needed somebody to fill that role. And our main assets that we had going into the trade deadline was a second-round pick from the Jazz, a second-round pick from Golden State Warriors that literally everybody is, like, overhyping like crazy. Like, every trade thing I see, they're like, this is just as good as a first-round pick. And it's like, no, it's not. It's nice, but it's not, like... So we have the overhyped Golden State Warriors pick, in my opinion. Courtney Lee's expiring contract and a $9.6 million trade exception from like Harrison Barnes and Wesley Matthews, I think. And what we got from that trade deadline was we traded for Willie Cauley-Stein to the Warriors for the Jazz 2020 second-round pick. So what do you guys think of that trade? Giving up the 2020 second-round pick from the Jazz for Willie Cauley-Stein. Jacob? I mean, honestly, I think it was a good trade. I mean, we didn't really give up a whole lot. <clears throat> but I mean... I know some people in the Mavs community think it's a terrible trade. Nobody wants Willie, but, I mean, the guy averages like 9-7 and seven off the bench, and with getting him more more minutes now since the White Pals went out, I think it'll do really good just to help us bench be secure because, I mean, any time in the playoffs, you got to have a good bench, and that helps a lot. Yeah, with, with Powell going out, I think Maxie's going to be our starting center going forward unless KP starts at 5 in some lineups. So I, I think it's nice having Willie on the bench as a rotation guy who can get boards and block shots. What do you think, Claudio? Well, okay, so if you keep it, if you remember back in the day when we had DeAndre Jordan mm-hmm. and how well Luca was playing mm-hmm. alongside a pick and roller like yeah. with his gravity, um yeah, like towards a rim, you know, a a rim roller. Yeah. Like himself. I mean he's gonna fill in that spot that Dwight Powell was so great at. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the stats pulled up, but I know he had Dwight Powell has like incredible Dwight advanced Powell stats. Dwight Powell is one of the most, uh, Elite, one of the best, most finishers efficient, yeah, at, at the, the rim, rim, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, and that's a lot of him and Lucas passes. So and, imagine, yeah, and you had some time right now to, to give um, Dwight Powell his rest, you know, without having to worry about the bench. Right, um, and, and and Maxie's not a, he's not fifteen a to twenty roller, minute yeah. center. No, a consistently yeah. guy, he's fill in kind of center. Yeah, which really so is guy. really Collie Stein though, I think. He's been starting, and he started with the Kings, and he started some with the Warriors. Um, but the biggest thing here is he's never played with a point guard who passes the ball. He's played with De'Aaron exactly. Fox, who's a great scorer. Love De'Aaron Fox. Um, and then he played with D'Angelo Russell in Golden State Warrior, who is also a scorer. So now he's going to be with Luka, um, who is obviously one of the best passers in the NBA. Yeah. So I think it was a good deal, only giving up a second-round pick. Um, so let's move on to some guys that the Mavericks were rumored to get in this trade deadline, or at least be in the conversation for, but they missed out on. The most hyped one was Andre Godala, who went to Miami. Uh, Jay Crowder, also going to Miami. Alec Burks, Solomon Hill were also rumored. And Alec Burks and, and Solomon Hill, did they both go 76ers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solomon uh, Hill so, went to Miami. Okay, yeah. Solomon was, Hill went to Miami. Yeah, so those were all guys that they were rumored for. Also... For some reason, like at the end of the trade deadline, Mavericks were rumored for Kelly Oubre Jr. Jr., which we had no assets no, to get no him. Chance, no no chance. chance to get him. I like, mean, if you think we don't have any assets, I mean, did you see what the what people gave or the Cavs gave up for for Drummond? For Drummond, uh, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get. I to mean, that. but but also they're not as dumb as 
that those are the Pistons were in that trade. I mean, they traded so, Goran Dragic. So I mean, we've okay. seen their past. They haven't done anything good. Yeah, no. Last, the last, the last guy the Suns had though. The Suns aren't going to do anything. I guess. No. Anyways, um, so with that, those guys we missed out on. Honestly, all those guys, I'm not mad that we missed out on because the teams that got them gave up more than. Or better than what we could have. Do you all agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, they were good options for us, but other teams beat our offers, I think. So I'm not mad at the front office for missing out on any of those guys. A lot of the Mavs players, in my opinion, are very system players. If they go yeah. somewhere else, they're not going to do the same as they do in the Carlos offense. Right. Like, so you're saying like, like their trade value isn't as high as we might view it. Exactly. Like There's a few players like Maxi, I think. He's got a guy who could be universal, exactly. but to me, other than that, maybe Jalen Brunson, but I don't Jaylen. think Mavericks want to give him up. I don't want to give him Even up. Even Willie, you know, I feel like he can go. He, all you need him to do is just rim run. Yeah. And block shots like he does. That's few um, players. So now with us um, not getting any of those guys, um, the thing that the Mavericks are looking at now is the buyout market. That's the next big step after the trade deadline is the buyout market. So I'm going to list you guys five names that are rumored. To be kind of the top guys in the buyout market. I'm not including guards because Mavericks have enough point guards. I know Carlisle likes to play a five-man point guard rotation sometimes. but uh, <laughs> So these are some wing slash power forward type guys. First we have Marvin Williams from Charlotte. Michael Kidd Gilchrist also from Charlotte. Evan Turner in Atlanta. Tyler Johnson in Phoenix. And Deion Waiters who was just traded to the Memphis Grizzlies. But uh, Chris Haynes reported that they plan on waiving him or releasing him uh, through a buyout. So... Between Dion, Tyler, Evan, MKG, and Marvin Williams, who do you guys like out of that list? I mean, I like Dion. The only bad thing is, like, he has had a rough season this far. So, I mean, like, with the being suspended, I don't want him to bring yeah. all that negativity his, into the locker room. I think but, his biggest thing is off the court. But, yeah, for sure. But when he when he was putting up those numbers last season, they were like, whoa. He could score. He, he was balling last season he can score. towards the end. And that was after the trade deadline, and then yeah. he just had the trade deadline. So, I mean, Maybe he's going to try and show somebody surgery. that he can still ball. Yeah, for sure. What do you think, Claudio? I like I like Dion. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of that is already brought on by Tim Hardaway Jr., though. He's kind of the very similar player. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know how much he, he might be do asking. You, do you, come want, out of do you want two of them? <laughs> yeah. Like, I have one less effective than the other. T- yeah, that's a good point because THJ has blown up. I think at the beginning of the season, Mavericks fans were like, get him out of here, trade him. But now everybody's like, oh, I love him, which I do too. I was the same way. Yeah. So, like, I hope Mavericks send uh, to an extension. So do we want a worse THJ on the bench? That's a good point. Um, one guy that I that really kind of just, I guess, got my attention was yeah. Marvin Williams. Yes, um, that's my number one. It's it's really not like a high-quality guy. No, he's like, not crazy, but... He's a nice filler. Right, I think he'd be really nice off our bench to play that backup uh, three, uh, three slash four. Like, he could play with Maxie at the five or Willie at the five. But he can also play in a lineup where you have uh, Justin Jackson out there, or you know. Or now he's he is thirty three, going on thirty four. Uh-huh. So that would just value be a, into that. Yeah, for sure. To me, it would just be a playoff rental, like because we're hopefully in the trajectory going to be in the playoffs this year, unless something crazy happens. Now let me ask you this though. Yeah. I like Marvin Williams, and I like the idea of him. Uh-huh. Is he better than Justin Jackson, or is yes. he going to get more oh. minutes than Justin Jackson? Don't give okay. Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson is sorry. I do not like Justin Jackson. Okay. I know he's a young guy. He just because he's young, he has all this upside, mm-hmm. and, and that's the perspective. Is because he's young, he has upside. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't see Justin Jackson as a big piece for us going forward at, on our bench at all. 
I don't. I don't disagree. I just want to like. Yeah, it's it a very there. similar player. I don't know how yeah. much if you're really upgrading me, at the position. To me, I think trading for Marvin Williams is an upgrade at that position, especially if you're going to the playoffs. You get a veteran who's going to be cool headed. Now I don't know how Marvin's playoff success necessarily, but I know he is cool and consistent as a veteran. That would be a nice locker room presence. He can maybe help Justin Jackson in like practices and stuff. You know what I mean? But I would like to add him just for our potential playoff run. Not that he would be a game changer, but. It's good to have bodies and good to have solid veterans on the bench. Um, MKG, Evan Turner, and Tyler Johnson. Don't even bring. I, don't, I, don't, I do all not awful. want. I do not want Evan Turner. That dude is sorry. Oh, Evan Turner's sorry. Um, MKG is the sorriest of the bunch, I think. Yeah. Uh, and Tyler Johnson, I don't see him. He's getting like nineteen. Tyler Johnson's nice, year. but he's he's twenty seven. He's I think he's a little overhyped. He's not overrated. We don't need him. We have Seth Curry, Jalen Brunson, and Delon Wright playing the backup guards off the bench. Yeah. We don't need Tyler Johnson. Um, so one thing I wanted to throw out there, obviously there's a lot of high profile deals that the, excuse me, the Mavericks were not included in, but Brad Townsend, a Mavericks beat writer, um, reported that had Marcus <laughs> Morris gone to the Lakers instead of the Clippers, um, at the 11th hour before the trade deadline, the Mavericks believed they had a deal in place for Danny Green and that deal that they would have given up the 2020 Golden State second round pick. If that would have happened, that would have been great. The, only, the main reason I wanted to bring this up is to be that Mavericks weren't not doing anything at the trade deadline, the front office, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They were looking for deals and things that they could make. Um, it's just nothing really worked out. And I'm honestly, you know, that doesn't bother me. But I just thought it was nice to know that the Mavericks were trying this trade deadline. It's just nothing really seemed to be worth it for us. I it usually think. just seems like that's just Mavs luck and you never really right. get anything in free agency. Right, exactly. Like or, like we have to get our trades in. Um so, overall, what would you guys say is your review of the Mavericks trade deadline? Would you give it a thumbs up, thumbs down? You want to do a- Can I get in between? Yeah, because, I mean, I would do in between personally because, mm-hmm. like, I do, like, in between. Yeah, a little. Because, I mean, we didn't, we didn't make a bad trade. Right. We didn't give away anything that we shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we also didn't suck as well. I would, I, would, I would go further into that and say I'll do a letter. I'll do a B. Okay. I like the Willie Colstein, even though it's not as exciting because it's not last no. minute. Right. Last yeah, day. right, because it was like a week and a half before the trade deadline exactly. or something like that. And I, I like Willie Colstein's fit. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, I, I could even see He'll him maybe starting. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily playing 30 minutes, but I could see him starting, you know? Depending I think on the I think him and Maxie will definitely share minutes because you're definitely just oh, going yeah, to change Maxie and Kleba all the time. But I don't, I don't like that they missed the opportunity to get rid of Courtney Lee's contract. Maybe even get a second-round pick out of it or some pick out I, of it. I agree. To jump off of that, I agree. Not getting rid of Courtney Lee's contract is kind of a bummer. The bigger thing to me is the trade exception. We had nine point two million or nine, nine to ten million in trade exception, and we didn't use that for anything. Now I'm glad we didn't force it and we didn't take on a bad salary or anything like that. Um, but it just to and with the whole hype of that Golden State Warriors pick, you would have thought somebody would have wanted it. But also we have to look at the perspective of. We could still trade that pick at the at the draft, so maybe they're holding on to it. And they said maybe somebody will want this later. Yeah. Um, so I I give Mavericks honestly I give them a thumbs up. Even though I think that they missed out on using that trade exception, I think Willie Cauley Stein was a really good deal. I yeah. wanted him in the off season, uh, in, the, mm-hmm. in this preseason, and now he fills a role with Dwight Powell being out. So I think I can give them the Mavericks a thumbs up. One for not messing it up, and they didn't do anything crazy or dumb. They didn't force anything. They didn't go out of their means. They're riding with this team, and we're going to play in the playoffs, hopefully. And they're all going to get some playoff experience. And then in the summer, and then in the next trade line, deadline is where I'm going to be a little more critical. Let me ask you this: Do Please. you guys see 
Will he call his son as part of the Mass future? He is a no, he's twenty four. Not really, no. honestly. No, I bet I don't know how long think, his contract is, but no, I feel it's like one year. One year. Then I feel like after this, I feel like maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think we sign him. I th- I think we sign him till next year, and then obviously I, I think we Once, trade him at the trade deadline next year. I I see us keeping him on. Probably if we can re-sign him this summer to next year, but once Dwight Powell comes back, he's gone. So, but what if Dwight Powell doesn't come back health, like not I mean, as healthy? That's true, but I I think that the Mavericks love Dwight Powell. Like yeah. Mavericks fans have come to love Dwight Powell. The front office, from every report I've read, absolutely loves him. So I think they'll at least give him that opportunity. So he's actually a free agent after this year, right? Okay. So do the Mavs make a con- uh, re- offer? Because the, the so. Warriors signed him for two point. Yeah, they, they signed him for nothing, which I thought he would get way more just because he's a center. I think he took he decided to take that pay cut because I think he could he could have gone to the eight to ten range. I bet that's what we'd offer him eight to ten. <laughs> I, I hope think not. I, that's I too much think, to me. I keep it under five a year. For but him. I feel like it's gonna be a two year, it's gonna be a two year deal. The next year, the, yeah, it's gonna be a team option. Two for twelve. Do you do it? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that for sure. And and the thing is. Um, honestly, his contract, whether he gets one or not, I think all depends on the playoffs. If he shows up in the playoffs, he's going to get a paycheck and he's going to get overpaid. But if he doesn't show up in the playoffs, he either gets signed to a cheap deal or he's out. That's what I think. Now, if you look to replace him, do you look to replace him through the draft or through a current Definitely not the draft because, one, our picks are we don't have any and Mm -hmm. we suck at drafting. I know we got Luka, and that doesn't count, though. Mm -hmm. That was a superstar. Isn't this like the worst like projected to be like the worst draft. Everybody year in says years. every draft is the best time, and yeah. it's the worst. Um, so with that being said, what is something that you guys would have done differently if you were the Mavericks front office? Something maybe you would have pursued or not pursued? Is there anything that comes to mind? Uh, I actually maybe I feel like we missed on maybe Solomon Hill, yeah, or like a wing player like Jay Crowder or. Yeah. I just think know. that we just our offers got beat, you know, for those. My. I'll say my biggest thing that I think the Mavericks missed out on is Andre Drummond. Now, before the trade deadline, would I say we have a chance at Andre Drummond? Absolutely not, because our assets are trash, mm-hmm. honestly, as a whole. But turns out Andre Drummond gets traded from the Pistons to the Cavaliers for Brandon Knight, John Henson, and the lesser of the Warriors or Cavs 2023 second-round pick. Are you kidding me? That guy is 20-15 and 15 every night. And, and now, granted, I understand it's a rental, so maybe not a lot of teams wanted to give stuff up for them. Yeah, but you you can't pass that deal up. Like, if you're the Cavs, you can't pass that deal up. Why? Yes, you can. But I mean, like, I'm saying you no, can't. No, I'm sorry. I thought you said the Pistons. Oh, yeah. yeah if you're you the, no, I'm not, mad at, I'm not mad at the Cavs. I'm just saying I'm mad at the Pistons for taking such a bad they kinda, deal. They honestly just, like, kind of slapped Drummond in the face. Cause yeah, because like, they didn't even let him know. Yeah, they, they didn't let him know, and then, like, they sent him to the Cavs. Yeah, that's tough. My, my question is, did they wait too long? I think they did. That's a good question. I think they did wait too long, and they, they all the teams had pulled the offers by then. Yeah. And that's what they were left with. I think so. I think you might be right. I think that's probably it because, to me, if I'm the Mavericks, and if I would have known that he could have gone for something like that, one, a week and a half ago, I don't do the Willie Cauley-Stein deal, mm-hmm. and I offered them um, Courtney Lee, um, my two second-round picks, the Golden State Warriors one and the Jazz one, and another player, who was it that lined Justin up? Justin Jackson, I'm pretty sure. Shoot, yeah, send him out of here, fool. It was Justin Jackson and Courtney Lee for Andre Drummond. And that's, to me, better a better than deal than what they offered. One, because you get two second-round picks. One of them is a, is a high one. Um, and you also get Justin Jackson, who's a young player, and an expiring contract, which they got two of with Brandon Knight and John Henson. Hypothetically speaking, if you get Drummond, do you re-sign him for Max? No, but 
<laughs> I know that sounds but, like uh, you see that's what that's the question to me. Giving up those draft picks and Justin Jackson, even if we don't sign Andre Drummond, is way worth it just for the playoff run this year mm-hmm. to show other centers that might be wanting to come along. Hey, look what Luca and KP did with Andre Drummond. We went to the second round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That could be you if Andre Drummond leaves, which I think I'm interested to see who he signs with next year, just in general. But where do you think he'd go though? Uh, Celtics, but mm-hmm. also. I don't know. I don't know who has I a cap know, space. Yeah, yeah to be that's the biggest thing. But I mean, he'd be nice in Portland. Oh, yeah. they got Hassan already. They don't have no. Yeah, Nurkic coming back. And oh, yeah, I forgot about Nurkic. Hassan's gonna be gone. He's gonna be gone after this year. Either way, we're gonna get off on a tangent on other centers. Um, to wrap this up, we thought that we would look back at last year's trade deadline for the Mavericks, which obviously had the blockbuster trade of last season with Kristaps Porzingis from the Knicks. So I'm going to review the pieces that we gave up, and y'all tell me what y'all think of it now that we have a year's perspective on it. So the Mavericks uh, gave up and sent to the Knicks Wesley Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, DSJ, uh, Dennis Smith Jr., a 21 first-round pick, top 10 protect, and a top 10 protected 23 first-round pick. And in return, we got Kristaps Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr., Courtney Lee, and Trey Burke. What's y'all's thoughts with now that we have a year um, with that trade happening? How do y'all feel about it? It still it still sits well. Yeah. I mean, DeAndre Jordan, look where he went. He didn't stay with the Knicks. He went to the Nets. Uh, the first round pick, I, I don't remember who they got in return for that. Um, the top ten, top ten protected twenty third. I don't. I really can't recall. And Wes Matthews is doing his thing in in Milwaukee, so yeah. he didn't even stay with the Knicks. And DSJ is struggling with the Knicks, but so is the whole organization. I feel yeah. like Wesley and DeAndre would have gone to the same teams they are currently on had they stayed on the Mavs either way. I agree, which I, which is why I think I don't that I don't think Wesley would have went to the Bucks. I don't really know why? what he would have done, but I just feel like if if it was me, I wouldn't want to go to the Bucks. Even they're I know the best team in the league. I know, right but now, I'm by saying a like far margin, and they're probably I'd rather go to the, the finals. I'd rather go to the Clippers or something. Why? But he didn't see that coming. Yeah, this was this was last year. This was before yeah. Kawhi. But he no, he got dropped from the Knicks. The Knicks waived him, so he was open to go anywhere. No, he got traded to the Pacers. Yeah, he traded to the Pacers, oh, okay. and then he signed with the Bucks. So either way, but, but I, I mean, think he's still. The, but I think the Bucks. That's a good, they're the best team in the league right now. How yeah, are you saying that's a bad decision? What is he averaging over that though? Like, what does it like, matter? He's he on the pretty much team. would be. It was the same thing here though. He wasn't he, averaging anything here in yeah. Dallas, and he wouldn't average anything on the Clippers. He's not that. He's not like a scorer. He's more like off the off the yeah. stats. Either way, I think. Looking back for the Mavericks for this, like they they finessed the heck out of this deal. Like it was such we got our fran a franchise cornerstone in Christoph Porzingis and THJ, who they just the Knicks just tossed at us, thinking it was a bad contract. We all thought it was a bad contract mm-hmm. for the most part collectively of Mavs fans. That dude is killing it for us as a starting two guard. Yeah, like T- we so we got an amazing cornerstone piece with Kristaps. We got our starting two guard, which I hope we extend. Uh, we got Courtney Lee, which I was hoping we could flip into something, which we didn't, and then Trey Burke waved. But either way, I think those two things alone, and all, and we gave up two first round picks and DSJ. I think it was totally worth it. I'm per, I'm a person who's more I don't trust the Mavericks in the draft as much, so I'm okay with giving away two first round picks. Um, it still sits well, even it sits if it's really just well. KP. Even if it's just KP. <laughs> right. Yeah. And on top of that, we got THJ, but. Because the Knicks did absolutely nothing with what they got. Hell, so I, I get KP and, T- and Courtney Lee. I'm okay with it. Yeah, honestly. Like, um, now, they st- I think they still either have one or both of the picks that we traded them. They might have already traded them away. I'm honestly not sure. But 
Either way, I think the Mavericks won that trade deadline. I think they did okay this trade deadline, and I'm not mad at them at all. Let me ask you, let me say this. Please, close The it Pistons, I feel a very similar thing going with the Pistons as it with the Knicks. The whole Drummond, not nearly to the same extent, uh-huh. but nearly to the where they waited and they didn't, they didn't get the same result. KP ended up going for almost nothing in last well, year's. Well, no, they got, no. See, I, I don't know if I agree with that because DSJ has potential and they got two first round picks that is already 10 times better than what the Pistons got for Andre Drummond Mm -hmm. Andre Drummond I'm so mad at the Pistons they got nothing for Drummond they're so uh, it was just awful on their end but I think that's going to do it for episode zero of the must-have Mavs trade deadline special um subscribe all that stuff the main thing we want you to do is follow us on our instagram page at must have mavs and follow us on our twitter page at must have mavs we just passed over 2,000 on our instagram page followers and just passed 400 on our twitter page so and it's really awesome we really have a lot of fun like interacting with other mavericks fans and having fun discussions so please follow us on there if you have any questions that you would like to come on the podcast dm us comment something and just let us know comment on our next post let us know you listen to the podcast let us know anything we need to improve on yeah give us you'd anything. like to see in there yeah let us know anything you want to see this is episode zero we're just doing nothing but grow from here so episode uh, zero point two because yeah yeah because we did yeah. this before some of the og og followers know that we did try the podcast before that is what started the must have in 2017 we started the instagram page or we started doing the podcast and we dropped the podcast but ended up running away with the instagram page so it's been a crazy kind of turn of events but it's honestly been a blast for me and claudio who started that and then we brought jacob on and he's been helping with the twitter page and everything so thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch y'all next time Peace. peace